Okay, like I previously said, I'm doing part two right now after I just did part one of Jason Lee Decord and Lizard Smart. Now, for this podcast, I'm literally going to be having literally, literally two people inside one story. Now, like I basically said, we're going to get into the captivity of Jason Lee Decord. Now, Jason Lee was forced to take showers with with Phil. Now, what she was, what she was making, she had to take showers with him. Now, also... I don't think she had a period at that time. Now, during her first week during that period, Degore had only had human contact with Gerardo, who sometimes brought her fast food, and he bought her a lot of things. He bought her fast food, and um, he basically did a lot of things to her. Now, seven months into the captivity, Granado announced to the guard, to his wife Nancy, who brought a stuffed animal to and chocolate milk and engaged into the same tearful apologies to her. Now let's talk about I wanna get over the captivity. We need to talk about the pregnancy. Almost three years into captivity with Granardo beginning in Lao to the guard. And now Jace Lee to me from her handcuffs from periods of time and kept a bottle in her room. April 3rd, 1994, Easter Sunday. They gave her cooked food for the first time. And they informed her that they, they believed that she was pregnant. The guard, 13 years old and four and a half months pregnant and she had learned the link between sex and pregnancy from television the guard was pregnant with her first daughter terry terry problem was holding rummage sales to pay private investigators private investigators flyers in the united states just to find her daughter she was paying private investigators and basically which occurred the guard 14 august 8 1994 her second daughter was born when she was 17 in November 3rd, 1997. The, the guard took care of her daughters, using information from TV to work, working, protecting them from Granado, who continued to arrange rants and lectures. Now, Granado, he had a paint, he had a print shop where the guard acted as a graphic artist. Now, law enforcement believe in 2009, the guard was living in the quarters where secondary backgrounds behind his yard. His yard was junky. It was so much stuff inside it that you wouldn't believe this wasn't a house. It was so much nasty stuff. I mean, it was it was stuff like all different types of junk inside of his house. So a lot of people was like, oh my gosh, ain't no way this girl can be living here. JC is dead. You gotta get over her. Her mom was like, no, 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 she's still alive. I can feel it. Now, the guard and the, the guard of her children and areas of the property that they didn't expect. Witnesses interviewed state of 
the guard was sitting in the house sometime answering through all the people stating that there was a problem and attempted to leave while the family kept themselves to the girls were sometimes playing in the backyard as as passengers in Gonardo's car. Now, misrescued opportunities. Police failed to make connection between J.C. Lee, the guard, was kidnappers of the South Take. The same location where Gonardo kidnapped and raped Catherine Kauai Hall. April, April 29, 1922, less than a year after kidnapping, a man got <coughs> the sheriff's department from a gas station two miles from Granado home, called the report, saw J.C. Lee the car in the gas station staring into the child poster. The call, the call reported seeing leaving a yellow van and possibly a Dodge after 2009. The car released after a... Oh my gosh, there's so, there's literally one, two, three, four, five, five times the police officers could save her. Now let's get into this one. November 4th of 2009, the California Office of Inspector General issued a report, California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitations that can, they contribute to guard continued captivity. The central was the Granado incorrectly classified as needing a low, a low, a low level of supervision. Other released that time in the milkshake. In the report, the inspector general general detailed that the insurance, that the inspections was basically all they just. Stuff. Uh, the inspections and the parole agents interrupted a twelve-year-old girl from the home, but accepted Granado as patient. Saw his brother and saw the daughter. Now Granado's brother said he ain't have any kids. What you talking about? He don't got no kids. His brother said it like that. His he, my brother don't have any kids. Now August twenty ninth. The San Francisco Federal Board, the FBI, San Francisco. After I left a four a four page essay, religious, sexual, sexuality, and religion, had cured the criminal sexual behavior. The same day, he went to U, the um, University of California police offices. Now, we had her in eighteen years. Eighteen years. Now, he was a registered sex offender, and I guess he was a reg. He um. Now, they went to the parole office August 26th with his wife Nancy, the two girls, and the guard. 
she was renounced as Alyssa. And the parole officers decided to separate Granada from the women and the girls and obtain their identification. Main that identified Alyssa was a fake name. The guard told the investigator that the two girls were her daughter, although she indicated that she was aware that Granado was a convicted sex offender and she started she started that he was a changed man and was a great person. He was good with her kids. The comments echoed with the passing details would confirm her identity as the guard. Extremely defensive gated why she was being after the guard identifiers of Jason Lee the guard, it was it was it was suggested that the guard was showing signs of Stockholm syndrome. In two thousand and sixteen, ABC did an interview with Diane Diane Sawyer. The guard started complication witnesses identified that I was in love with the captor with this captor and I wanted to stay with him. I mean, this far true it makes me throw up. I I adapted to survive and repeatedly in ways I want to survive. Granado and his wife was placed in arrest of the FBI and put on the telephone with her mother, Terry, and Terry Prowling. The guard remained custody of her children and soon was reunited with her mother. The guard, the guard J.C. Lee's aunt, Tina, and former business associate, Cheyenne had commuted with the Degar children, healthy and Tina, mean the escape, behaved like normal children. In the days of her return, her stepfather confirmed that the daughters, that Degar and her daughters, were good as health. Now, the house looked it so nasty, and that his wife testified against him. Like, the wife testified against him. She wasn't staying with that. He was sentenced to 431 years to life in prison. Now, I finished this story up by saying that she was had kids by him. And I thought she had three, but she had two. Now, I want to talk about this whole Elizabeth Frizzle case. Now, if y'all haven't heard of the girl in the basement, let me tell you about what it really is about. The girl in the basement is really about Elizabeth Frizzle. Now, I'm going to tell you about everything I heard about Elizabeth Frizzle. Elizabeth Frizzle had three, and she had eight kids by her own father. So, what that made the kids is not only, um, not only brother and sister to each other but their mom is their own sister now let me explain what happened so elizabeth frizzle was 18 years old and she was planning on moving out her father was abusive her father was all these things so she was trying to move out her father he tricked her into going down to the basement he locked her in there for 18 years raped her after he raped her after he got done raping her listen to me he got done raping her he said okay Okay, you want to act out like this? You want to continue doing all this stuff? You're going to be in here with me. You're going to have all these children. Now, what he did is he had four children down there, three children up there. He had four children up, three, four children upstairs, saying it was her kids and basically that she was in the cult. So then when one of her children got sick, right? So one of her children, like one of her firstborn, one of her, her, one of her daughters got sick. So she told him, please just take her to the hospital. Just take her to the hospital. So he took her to the hospital. They all went to the hospital. She told them. The police was like, um, what is happening? Why are you here? She told them, I have been in prison for 20 years by my father. 
and I was not in a cold. He had made me say all those things. And it was like, what? So he started questioning him. He started saying Elizabeth was a liar. She's a liar. She always lying about something. She was in the cold. I got to know all this stuff. Da, 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 da. Anyways, he was still sitting in prison. I'm so sorry this podcast is going to be short because I'm really, really, really tired right now. So I think I'm going to go to bed and um, I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Because the next podcast, we're going to discuss Elizabeth Frizzle. Because the only thing I'm saying is just from the girls in the basement. But her name was Elizabeth on the girls in the basement. But anyway. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Bye.